Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to Prismatic Guard on the We Play RPGs Network. I'm your host, Eli Royal, and I am everyone's dad, and they didn't get me a Father's Day present. Introduce yourselves, you ungrateful children. Hi, I'm Abby, and I play, f- and I play Flint, and I didn't get you a gift because I'm broke. I love you. <laughs> I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax, and I can never keep track of the holidays, so you know. <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I'm older than you, so that's impossible. No. Whatever. He's <laughs> your dad in spirit. <laughs> okay, okay, that... I can understand. But we're moving on. Because what's important is that this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. And I just recently got a new set of dice from Metallic Dice Games. They're purple imperial dice. Uh, They are incredibly pretty. They are so smooth they feel great in your mouth <sighs> i still have five of them that's gonna hurt later <laughs> <laughs> and one of the reasons i was able to get these dice is the same reason you'll be able to get your own set is that i used the coupon code play it forward on metallicdicegames.com and that got me 10 percent off my entire entire my entire order. That's that's what it's going to be. That's what we get. And this episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee, of which I should have 100% made a coffee before, uh, before we started recording. Oh, well. Same. And Found Familiar Coffee is great. A, it's delicious coffee. B, it's ethically sourced. Um... See, it's Dungeons and Dragons themed names to all of their blends, and also uh, the artwork is all fantasy themed, which is just super fun. I'm drinking. I just finished my bag of face steps, so I'm starting in on some good berry uh, for that real sweet kind of raspberry aftertaste that I like so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, if you go to foundfamiliar.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your entire order. And this episode is also brought to you by me. Not just because I am in control of this corporation and you can pry it from my cold, dead hands. But also because I make dope-ass cosplay props. And if you head over to royalartisanprops.com, you can head over to my Etsy shop 
and then use the coupon code LISTENER for 10% off your entire cart. And last time, uh, Flint had a productive conversation with uh, Lady Claire. My birth mom found out my actual birthday and how old I am. Yay! Yep. And when you got home, Vanya, your adopted brother, was there waiting for you. <laughs> Just chill in the front yard like like some like some creep. <laughs> God. Well, he's leaning up against the fence. He's not in your yard. He's trying to be extra cool. What a nerd. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Flint sees him, points, and goes, What the fuck? <laughs> hey, little brother. He puts out his... Uh, you know, you guys are resistant to fire, so he just puts his cigarette out in his palm and tucks it behind his ear. Flint walks up to him, just is just kind of like make, you know, those types of noises. It's like, yeah. Since when do you have a mustache? Why? I don't know, like a year. Oh God, it's so bad. Yeah, blah blah blah. You can't grow facial hair at all. Oh, man. Like, you couldn't have written a letter. What? I happen to be in town. I heard you guys have been doing some crazy stuff. Thought I'd come say hi. I'm not your keeper, Flint. I didn't know where you were. I gave you my address. Oh, the address from four years ago? <laughs> I told you. You told me what? Writing letters goes both ways, Flint. Thought I, I thought I wrote you when, like, a week or two after I moved here into this house. You might have. I mean, it probably ended up in my old ad- old address. Uh, Flint just just kind of he gives up and just hugs him. Like, damn it, I missed you. Yeah, he gives you a kind of half-hearted hug. He goes, yeah, yeah, you're creasing the coat, all right? This is very expensive. You can live. And I do live very lavishly. You absolute dick. So you're going to invite me inside, or are we just going to stand out here all the time? (laughs) I'm sorry, as a player, I'm laughing because it's just like, it just shows how fucking awkward Flynn is. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I drag him inside. Like, yeah, uh, it's about dinner time. Shit, I had to cook. Oh god, Robert better not have started cooking. That is a good question. Uh, have Margot or Rovarth started cooking? I would say yes. <laughs> Margot helps. She destroys the kitchen in the process. I've gotten used to it. It's fine. Yep. Rovarth, make a wisdom check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Sound of my dice box. Haha. Yay! Moving, moving around. 
Uh, with advantage would be first roll was better. Uh, you said a check? Yes. 11. 11. <laughs> um, Rovarth, you... Marco is helping. That's true. That is a true statement. However, both of you are bad cooks. <laughs> oh, um, man. So the food is edible and nutritious. What it is not is good. That is on par with what Rovarth would prepare. So <laughs> It's like some kind of porridge. Like, uh, the first time you ever cooked, Flint just looked at him and went, what is this? This is what they made us for the army. <laughs> Flint goes, wow, I haven't seen gruel this badly since I was a child. Oh, God. I was eating out of the garbage then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to beg for food, and they had the good decency not to feed me this. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys see Flint walks in with another uh, tiefling. This tiefling is wearing a very finely made, um, long, dark red leather jacket with these uh, intricate uh, bracers. Whereas Flint's skin is like a bright red, his skin is like a uh, very dark purple. Um, and, you know, Flint has small front-facing horns, and this guy's horns are more like a kind of goat-like. Like, they don't curl uh, like a ram, but they do come off of his, kind of the sides of his head and curl back along his hair. Um, he's got one of those biker mustaches. And uh, one of the very first things you notice is that his uh, right arm, or at least of what you can see of it, is uh, a dark black and copper metal. Hmm. Well, it's interesting, but I'm not going to be rude enough to mention it. Flint turns to Vanya as he opens the doors. Like, you can hang your coat on the on the coat rack, and uh, he smells the air and goes, "Oh God damn it! They started cooking." He. Vanya looks around and he sees that uh, there are clear signs of children here because your house is kind of a wreck. Um, so he goes, I'll, it's a little chilly. I'll keep my coat on. Ah, yes. <laughs> Flint goes into the kitchen real quick and goes, whatever you guys are cooking, stop. Don't burn anything, but stop. <laughs> then uh, Flint turns to Vanya and just kind of goes, follow me. The kids don't go into my room. You can hang your coat up there if you're really con that concerned about it. I'll, I'll be fine, thanks. This is a nice house, though. I wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have predicted you'd end up here. I mean, we needed a, we needed a place to stay, uh, Flint. As he's saying this, walks into the kitchen, just starts taking over and just goes to the icebox, pulls out some vegetables, and just turns to Robarth and goes, chop this. But I could... Chop this. Is it the flavor? Yes, chop this. 
I can fix the flavor. Fine. And then start chopping the vegetables. <laughs> then he turns to Margo and goes, please wash dishes. What have what have uh, what has Rovarth made so far? A Rovarth has made a like a thick meaty stew and is now beginning to chop up the vegetables and add the vegetables to the stew. Okay. Uh, Can I see what Marco's doing? Margo was tasked with potatoes, so she was cutting them, and she decided they should be mashed halfway through, so she got her rock out and started mashing them. (laughs) On the counter. (laughs) Margo, what have I said about using a cutting board? But my rock works perfect. You're dead. You're breaking the counter. Oh, sorry. And like... I would also like to say that the stew is completely unseasoned. It's just meat and now vegetables. Oh, God, that's so gross. Because of our previously established Rovarth is a shitty cook. Oh, God. Uh, Flint (laughs) just starts pulling out seasoning and some of his uh, sauces that he makes in cases of situations like this. And just starts adding it like, uh, Margo, Rovarth, this is Vanya. He is the brother. That I have. And he waves at you with his right hand. And Flint, you immediately notice that he has full articulation in his hand. Like he wiggles his fingers a bit as he waves. Huh. Uh, The last time you saw his prosthetic, Elric had gotten it advanced enough that he could lift and kind of grab things. But that was it. When did that happen? Well, I mean, I spent some time in Uthel and, you know, got a new one. Flint. Huh. Who did you go to? I'm curious. What's that? Who did it? I'm I'm curious. That's, like, uh, the most advanced Elric ever got it was you were just able to lift and, like, grab things. Now, some gnome. While Flint's doing this, he's seasoning the very thick stew and starts adding water to it so it's not so, like, super duper thick. So I also imagine, like, Robarth actually didn't put in enough water, so it ended up really thick. Too much stock, (laughs) not enough water. It was this kind of thing where you put your spoon into it and you can pull it out of the bowl. And it just goes... Ew. Just pull. It just like tries to pull the entire porridge out of the bowl with the spoon. Oh my god! Like Rovarth was entirely intent upon seasoning the food magically because he doesn't know how to season the regular way. <laughs> Can you use prestidigitation yes. on something like that? Yes. It specifically mm-hmm. says you chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living <laughs> material for one hour, which oh is god. exactly what he was intending on doing. That is impressive. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Flint just. Does that and looks at uh, Rovarth and goes, What have I said about using prestidigitation to flavor things? Real spices are always better. Yes. I imagine it's like the difference between chemical spices and real spices. Emir pokes his head into the kitchen and goes, Oh, Flint, you're back. And Vanya just goes, Jesus Christ! <laughs> or, I guess, Fantasy Jesus Christ! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you have uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's some there's some there's like five of them. Who cares? The sun guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rhymus, what is this? Oh, is that a fucking dragon? He has a Watch name. Watch your language. That's Mir. And yes, he's a child. Watch your language. Okay. Before we get into any of that, this is something that should have been mentioned in the first ten seconds of our interaction. Does the owlbear walk in the room too? Uh, oh no, not yet. The owlbear's still outside. Wait, we still have the... Oh no. Yeah, you still have the owlbear? We didn't get rid of the owlbear! Thank Look, God Robart's then. not responsible for that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you, you you go and go and go like, oh shit, Steven. Uh... <laughs> Robarth does, and Flint goes, we have an owlbear, too. <laughs> I mean, the owlbear's actually not that weird. I've acquired a lot of owlbears for people over the years. They're very popular pets. For people? Yeah. I acquire things for people. Oh, I've done that, too. I think we all have at this point. Yeah. I mean, how many of our, how many of our missions were just glorified fetch quests? I mean, that's how we were hired originally to do. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't do that. That's mm, dirty. No, I just facilitate it. So you're the boss, basically, and everybody reports to you. Yeah. That's why I have the fancy coat. Yeah. This makes sense. Flint goes over to Mir. Hey, Mir, do you need something? I just came inside. Okay. They're out playing swords, and I can't quite hold them. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the first word. Someone uh, knocked on my door. There's got to be a way to fix that. Fix what? Marco. Marco's like... Rovarth immediately goes... <laughs> oh, man, just to avoid the situation. Is going to stop cooking and go and help Amir play swords by using, again basic magic <laughs> oh I see how it is Warworth's just I'm gonna let you and your brother catch up <laughs> Marco goes outside so, too I take it that means there are more children did you rob an orphanage <laughs> uh no we only we only got the one that way as you said we acquired them okay actually no Kieran wasn't from an orphanage he was just in the street. Man. You've changed. You're more confident. Good for you. At this point, it was gain some confidence or be, or just be stuck. No, I get that. That's why I stopped robbing people. I mean, I might technically be robbing people. I don't really ask that many questions. I can't really say anything about that anymore. We, we technically... Uh, we technically help kickstart uh, a like a civil war. A civil we help, we technically help kickstart a civil war. Now that's messy. Freaking you, you and Empire. Also, oof, I hate dealing with them. They always try and cheat me. The entire time Flint's talking, he's kind of finishing up the chopping and mixing up the stew to try to make it, you know, edible. Yeah, it's. It's going to have to sit on the stove for like another 20 minutes before you can eat it. <laughs> you have anything to drink? 
We have a liquor cabinet, by the yeah. way. Yeah, we do. We have he opens the liquor cabinet. Uh, we have Flint lists the options. Yeah, he he stops and goes. Why even have a liquor cabinet if you're not going to learn how to make drinks? He kind of like pushes you out of the way a little bit and just grabs a few bottles and some glasses and mix some stuff together. And then he hands you one of the glasses. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, And then he just sits down at the table. Margo, what are you doing? I'm outside playing with the kids at this point. I left you to do dinner. (sighs) (laughs) She, she, She walked out after you. We established okay. she smashed up the potatoes, so they're basically mashed. I mean, they're still, I mean, unless she's, like, you know, mashed and mashed them, I'm pretty sure they're still big enough, chunk, chunky enough that he could toss them in the stew. They are mashed. And they are all over the counter. <laughs> that that was Rovart's immediate reaction is, I left you to do the cooking. And then, and then Margo's like, I don't worry, Flint's got it. It's like, but Flint's catching up with his brother. <laughs> Margo went outside because she was she was she wanted to make things e- easier on Amir and get on Amir's back and basically be. <laughs> Which is also why Robart's there. Yeah, she's acting as Amir's arm. Yes. When like, and I'm using Mage Hand to Mage Hand the weapon. Yep. So Margo's he's like, dual wielding. Yep. Margo is <laughs> on Amir's back to even the playing field. So all the kids are kind of like. Amir is like the target at this point, but everyone's yeah. having a good time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Flint, do you just like quick as you can fill your brother in on the last few years? Yeah. When the circus broke up, I I stopped dropping people, you know. I wasn't too comfortable f- with it in the first place. That's why I do art collecting. It's like robbing people, but they're all rich. Hey, it's legal. Who's going to stop you? Yeah, and I mean, all these people are too powerful for the law to care anyway, so. Flint just kind of s- snorts at that. Honestly, I just kind of uh, floated around Ajas till I got to Seoul. And um, a few months after that, I um, we got a contract with Lord Benton. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he collects old historical things. Yeah, he runs that, uh, what is he calling it? Museum. Yeah, there was a couple times, though, that we definitely went on a adventure that was not planned. So, yeah, you, you fill them in over the next 20 minutes, and then, you know, food's ready. Flit looks over, like, sees the stews ready, and it's like, um, hey, we're gonna have dinner. I'm gonna call in the kids, just give me a warning right now. I appreciate that. Yeah, then Flint goes to the back door, calls everyone in. Alright, yeah, and... You guys all get settled uh, at the table, and Vanya very intentionally places himself in between Flint and Rovarth, so that he does not... I mean... mm, Let's see. Oh. Uh, Based on the conversation he ends up having with uh, Rovarth, it seems like he just wanted to chat like maybe he just doesn't have like child appropriate conversation uh so he wanted to make sure he wasn't sitting next to one of the kids so he was like forced to have conversation with them <clears throat> that's that's fine R- Rovarth actually wants him to him and flint to connect more so but 
Uh, I know what Rovar's passive perception is. Margo, your passive perception is 17? Yep, it's 17. Okay. And uh, Flint, what is your passive perception? Oh, God, my passive perception is shit. 11, oh, God. 11. All right. Mario, you're the only one to notice that um, as you guys are chatting and eating, uh, Gordon's right hand is just like, because he's eating with his left hand and motioning and all that stuff. Um, and Flint, you know that's because he, he had to learn how to do all this stuff with his left hand. But he's just like idly scratching something into the table. Hey, uh, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. Just a kind of like a nervous habit. Oh, okay. I mean, sorry about that. And he looks at the the rest of the like messed up table and goes, well, I guess the good news is it kind of matches. Yeah. What are you nervous about? Well, haven't spoken to my brother in four years, and he's got a whole new family. Oh, yeah. That would be weird. That's what I was thinking. Rovarth, I have to ask this to see if he would notice it. Do you keep the mana stone on you? After our kerfuffle with things? Absolutely. Okay. You're talking and talking. He finally stops and goes, what? Sorry, what is that? Like, I mean, I I studied a little bit of magic uh, when I was still apprenticed under Elric. So, I mean, I recognize that it's magical, but that ruby is weird. Uh, how much do I want to lie to him? Uh, probably not at all. Yep, not at all. Okay. <laughs> Refresh myself on what Rovarth would do. <laughs> well, it's it's a arcane focus. Um, it's not just any arcane focus. It's uh, it's actually the Mana Stone, uh, one of the few artifacts we stumbled across in our journey. You're kidding. And Rovarth's just looking at him like dead-eyed. <laughs> that. That's fucking wild. That was actually, you know, the tower drattery, and that was what we were looking for. Wow. And that's, yeah, that's wild. It just is. I don't, like, I trade in a lot of books, so I do read them a lot. Uh, and, I mean, that that thing hasn't been seen in, like, what, 400 years? 300 years? 400, I believe. Where did you even find it? In the Blightwood, in a, in a sarcophagus. You went to the Blightwood? Not willingly. Yeah, who would go there willingly? Fucking cultists. Flint says, and then, for, then slaps his mouth like, damn it. Wait, cultists? I know you have questions. Later. Uh, Flint says What's the point of dinner if you're not going to have conversation? And Roborth just blurts out, oh yeah, we fought the cult of Ashku. (laughs) Okay. 
Flint's like, listen, there's lots of details that we haven't told the kids yet. Please. He says this in Infernal, like, later. We'll get into the specifics. And I, I imagine that Flint shoots Rovarth a look. He threatens him with his fork. Margo's confused why they would keep any of this a secret. And she's just like, but why? She's just like, the kids probably love to hear about their adventures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but have you told them why we uh, remember Gnome's Landing? Okay, no, I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah, no, we would have talked to them about that. Like, at least, you know, uh, I mean, Margo, Margo had talked to At the to very Hilda. least, what you would have said was that plans changed so you came home early. Yeah. Well, yeah, the hard shit. Oh, you mean about... Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of, you guys have not seen or heard from uh, Roscoe in over a week. Which is more than a little concerning, but... Yeah, he's he's not responding to his message stone either. Which is even more concerning. Flint's worried, but at the same time, it's like... He's yeah. not willing to push it. None of them are ready to handle that. But Rovarth will, since the Flint's giving him the shushy um, motions, Rovarth's going to change the subject and talk about that one time we had ninja horse... <laughs> Oh, you still have Ninja Horse. He just like you guys have so much money, you can stable him for years. Well, I'm just gonna talk about Ninja Horse and like that whole crazy. Thing. Oh yeah, remember the dragon we we encountered, uh, Jura Alhora. I'm not pronouncing that right. I don't think Alhora. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Zura Alhora. Hora. Okay. Yeah. Z- Zura Alhora. So I found out why she was. Um, I found out why she was interested in me. How come? Turns out she's she was my dad's godmother. Ooh. Wait, your godmother's a dragon? That's insane. You met your mom? Yep. Man, how'd you manage to track her down? Tower Jadarine. Uh, apparently had a book on me, which was weird and creepy. Hmm. Mostly creepy. Someone found it and made a deal with me, and in in return for like you know, getting them out of the Tower Jadarine, they would give me the information. Cool, that's good to know. So, and he goes, uh, and that Mana Stone, like you guys have taken precautions, right? Yeah. I mean, like actual precautions, like you've put wards up on the house. Which you have not, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, no, we have not. The only precaution I've taken is not having it, like, exposed in public. It's the only precaution. He kind of, like, backhands Flint's arm. You know, not hard, but... And he goes, what are you... What are you, some big-time artificer? You can't put a protective ward around your house? I thought Rovarth was going to do it. I am not that type of magic user. But it's your fucking arcane focus. I mean, I guess I could Flint. hire somebody, but... Uh, hold on. Flint, come on, man. You're you're in your 30s. You shouldn't be casting blame on other people when you fuck up. Wait, wait no, I thought Vanya was still in the impression Flint was like 27. No, last time you told him that you were... Uh... 
I believe you did. No, not yet. We were still on oh, to the Tower of Jeopardy. Instead of 30s, he says, you know, you're almost 30, all right? Why are you still blaming other people because you can't be bothered to do the things you're responsible for? Plank doesn't even have a rebuttal and goes, so he just goes, I'm 33. You're what? Yeah, turns out I was really just really malnourished as a kid. So I'm 33. I mean, that makes sense. You didn't have any fingernails. What? No. Disgusting. Yeah, you don't remember that when you were a kid? No, that was disgusting. Yeah, well, I mean, they fall out when you get mal- when you don't eat for a few weeks. I literally didn't know that. Oh, it's a thing that can happen. Yeah, that's fascinating. Oh, Flint uh, just kind of swallows the rest of his dinner and goes, putting the words up now. <laughs> Jesus, I'm so stupid. So Vanya's gonna chat with you guys, and you know, you guys eat your dinner. He. Uh, chats with Rovarth and Margot because Flint, you're going to be way too occupied putting the wards up. Mm-hmm. And he's chatting with you guys while you're cleaning. Um, let's see. Well, why didn't we do that? We got attacked by ninjas, and we know that there are people looking for the mana stone. Mm-hmm. In Flint's defense, it totally slipped my mind. I honestly thought Rovarth was going to do that, or I thought it was going to be. Uh... One of those things we did when we got home, except we never talked about it. I will reiterate, he's not that type of wizard. He's not that type of magic user. Yeah, I mean, there is no way at all Flint would have assumed that Rovarth knew how to do that. Honestly, I imagine, like, with everything that happened, Flint was kind of... None of us were thinking straight. No, none of you were prepared for it. Yeah. Um, But anyway, um, Mario, you notice as you guys, you know, he's standing there... He he keeps, like, idly scratching with his hand. Like, if he's leaning up against the counter, or when you guys move from there to the, uh, um, your little not-quite-library nook to, like, drink some coffee and just chat. Um, but the impression you get is that he's just trying to make a good impression. Okay. You know, like, he, he's just nervous. I mean, that makes total sense why he would be nervous. He explained himself at dinner. Yeah. Um, so Margo probably wouldn't, you know, look into that any further. Yeah. But, Flint, we'll assume that you have... Because uh, I don't actually know if protection from good and evil is a thing that artificers can cast. Let me check. I have the sheet open. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Uh, protect. Um, I see detect magic. Uh, uh, it's level one adjuration. Uh, no, you cannot. Oh shit! But what we will say is that uh, um. You mentioned, you know, well, I, I, I actually don't know how to do that. I'll have to do some research. And uh, Vanya says, oh, hold on. And he reaches in and he pulls some stuff. You realize that his coat, some of the pockets are enchanted in the same way that a bag of holding is. That is so dope. Um, but he pulls out this scroll and he looks at it and goes, oh, here we go. Hey, this is uh, protection from good and evil. Would this save you some time? Yeah. 
I think, so. yeah. Um, yeah, and you what you know is that with this, it won't take much work for you to modify, even though you can't cast the spell, um, because it is an arcane spell from a scroll, you can kind of modify it to be able to activate it um, on the house. Yeah, I can do that. Um, and you... Uh, you're working on it. It's actually pretty late. Um, you chat a little bit as you kind of move through the house and you have to carve symbols at various spots um, to make sure that the ritual works. Um, and, you know, Vanya tells you about how uh, he's actually been going by Gordon Gold for the last few years. Um, after the circus, he just kind of he decided he wanted to make a new life and thinking about the name that Elric gave him just kind of held him back. I mean, that's fair. Flynn is well aware of, of uh, Vanya's kind of animosity towards Elric. Yeah, he... The first thing he says when you say that you rescued Elric from Bevan is why. I don't know. I guess I thought he'd apologize, except he didn't. <laughs> Of course he didn't. It doesn't matter at this point. At the very least, there I did help people that that needed it. I imagine he's kind of like twitching in a way that shows he's clearly still angry about Eric. Yeah, he goes, eh, helping people who need it isn't really my thing, but whatever makes you happy. And while you're finishing up the ritual, um, Rovarth Vanya says, I do have to ask, I'm a bit of a uh, self-serving jerk myself. I mean, you know the kinds of rewards you could get if you handed that thing over to some devils to give to Mena, right? Like, I have to ask, why even try to protect it? I have a couple of reasons. First and foremost, it's been quite useful in our journeys as a spellcasting focus. And secondly, on a more personal level, um, yeah, it's Flint's brother. I'll I'll tell him. I the patron who has gifted me the ability to cast magic. Um, seems to have a reason, a purpose for this. And I have intentions to make sure that those uh, come to pass. Yeah, I've needed. got a lot of patrons. I can understand that. Wait, you have more than one? Sorry, I meant I broker, you know, ah, art objects yes, and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, That makes way more sense. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on in the years. Yeah. <laughs> I hear rolls. Jesus. Um, Margo, you know that he was not being entirely honest in that response. Like, it was the truth, but it was more of a lie of omission. 
trying to think of how Margo would respond to that. Um, I think, I think because it's, you know, it piques her interest. She's like, is that the whole truth? I mean, I dabbled with the, uh, idea of being a, uh, warlock not too long after I left the circus, but no, I'm not a warlock. So what are you then? I'm an art dealer. That's a, you know, I've gone by many names in my... I mean, you can roll insight. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I want to know, actually, okay. I want to know if I have heard of him amongst, or heard tell of him amongst circles when I was thieving. Um, make an intelligence check. I love the confidence he said that, though. Intelligence. <laughs> oh, God, I have a zero to that. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, I got an 11. Oh. No, based on the kind of things he was saying... Whatever circles he runs in are much richer than the circles you ran in. Oh, yeah, because mine would have been petty. Uh, What was your insight? Oh, I didn't roll insight. Let's go ahead and do that one. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Why are my dice so rude tonight? All right, insight. I've got a three. Nine. Nine? Mm. He's telling the truth. Like, you, whatever it was that made you kind of suspect him, you don't know what it was. He says, I'm not a warlock, I'm an art broker. And you go, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is so hard because I feel like... Ugh, it's frustrating. Welcome to my world right now, but <laughs> anyway. I mean, yeah, we as players know he's fishy, but like as characters, nah. Oh, heck yeah. no. Um, Flint... As you are finishing up, you do the last little bit and you feel, you know, you you push some magic into the spell and you feel it kick in, but then something's wrong. And uh, Margot, you see all around the house where... Vanya has been idly scratching <gasps> into the wood or you know stone or whatever. Oh no! They all light up, and he goes, "Perfect timing." <gasps> I'll be taking that stone. What? Are we rolling initiative? Uh-huh. Um. Yes, because what happens is all of those symbols, including the symbols you carved, Flint, burst into flames, <gasps> and. Um, four hellhounds, three bearded devils, and two barbed devils are summoned into I, your living room. I hate that I knew this was going to happen. I, I didn't know what it was, but I um, knew that something. Well, and what's important is that this episode is over. <gasps> oh, fuck oh, you! We end, we end the episode as Ruvarth draws blades on Flint's brother. Do you even have our weapons? 
Flynn has his ring because he just he's like, nah, this is mine. I'm not taking it off. Oh, my oh, God. Man, yeah, there's no a reason good... to take the ring off, but no. I that's don't imagine point. you guys do have your weapons. I have my armor that I can summon, but yeah, I'm not. A, I'm the opposite of a hexblade. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Time to so, end. Pluggables. Yes. Okay, so I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all are elvenly underscore e. I post art occasionally, and mainly I just scream about things like, "Holy shit, man! Ugh, how dare you!" But yeah, have fun if you want to listen to me scream in the void. Like, I have a YouTube channel that's Aerosol Prime where I occasionally play role-playing games and uh, you should enjoy those because you're listening to a podcast literally called We Play Role-Playing Games. So, you know, check them out. I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under AmCosplayClean. Um... When I'm posting, it's usually about uh, role-playing games and um, cosplay and about my animals. So if you're interested in those types of things, you can check that out. And I have been your host, Eli Royal. You already know where to find me, but you might not know where to find Jay Booth, our sound engineer. Um which would be online at the Ludiverse podcast and the Asundered World podcast, as well as on most social media at Big Daddy Dice. Uh, bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.